0: to another episode of Just J the Podcast. I, I don't really have like a topic or a route for this episode. I really just want to chat and just say how I feel for real. So um, we're definitely going to get into that, but I want to start off this episode by recapping last week's episode. Um I think that I kind of, when I was recording last week's episode, I didn't really notice how angry I was until I watched it back. And I almost didn't post it. And then when I did post it, I almost deleted it because it's just like visible, clear anger. And I don't like that that situation makes me feel that way because, but I know why it makes me feel that way because I'm not being heard. I'm not, I feel like in a lot of situations in my life, which is unfortunate and it's like annoying that I even like realize that. I feel like there's so many situations where I'm forced to be silent or where I just feel like I need to be silent in order for me to keep the peace. Because I just don't wanna deal with certain conflicting situations like that one, for example. So I think that of course it makes me angry as fuck to be going through that situation. Like this is my last week there. I didn't even go today because I'm just like fuck it, like whatever. Um, I'm obviously gonna try to finish finish out the week and everything, but it's just like that situation is so has so much emotion in it for me because like I said I just feel like I've been quiet about that situation for months I've been just keeping my head down and just not being who I want to be and not being as like open and as fun as I normally am at work like so that situation makes me angry and I hate that it was so visible in that recording but at the same time I'm also battling with I make it known that I'm transparent and that I'm honest on this podcast. So realistically, like, how can I get mad at myself for just showing emotion and just being fed up with the situation? So I definitely think that obviously, like, even though my emotions are visibly showing, you can definitely, like, just understand how I feel, like, with me further explaining it. Like, it's not about their relationship. It's not, It has nothing to do with them, but it has everything to do with Being a good manager and understanding when you're making people feel uncomfortable, especially women. And when I've been nothing but nice to you, I've been nothing but good to you. I hate being walked all over by people that I actually genuinely was nice to and I actually genuinely treated like a good person. You know what I'm saying? So I just don't like the way his character showed itself. And I just think the whole situation could have been avoided. The whole situation could have been handled so long ago. And it just became something that was so out of hand. And it is what it is. I I just have to finish out the week and get out of there and I'm done with it. I'm not, I'm closing that chapter because honestly, like, like I said in the episode itself, karma's going to get you, bro. Like, karma does not miss a beat for anybody. And that's all, like, whenever somebody does anything bad to you, that's what you really have to understand. Karma is going to do its work. So whatever you feel towards that person, they're going to get theirs. Don't even worry about it. So that's really what I'm just focused on, because I just want to remove myself from all situations that make me that angry. Like, yeah, of course, like, like I said, don't get me wrong. I am a good person, but I still pop off. I still have, you know, moments of where, like, don't fucking try me, because I, I am a mouthy woman, but I want to be around peace of situations that make me feel at peace. I don't want to have to bring out the bitchy side of me. I don't want to have to bring out that, gangster attitude in me. I don't really want to do that. Like, I would rather be in peaceful situations that make me feel like I can be chill, I can be happy, I can be me. And that's not one of those situations. So I need to remove myself because I'm not the type of person where you're not going to walk all over me. You're not going to make me feel like my feelings aren't valid because that's when I blow up and that's when I snap and that's when I turn into a different person because behind my feelings, I'm really a different person because I just feel like I've been made to feel like all my life sometimes I've been made to feel like my feelings are not valid and my feelings are not important and they're not being heard so i vow to myself to never allow myself to feel like that in my life no if you have something to say and if you feel something say that shit and say it with your whole chest and raise hell behind the shit that you feel that's just it that's how i'm coming because i feel like as a woman we go through so much like in the workplace in life in general like and it's Sometimes the situations are were, we're put in are because of men and it's so unfortunate and it's so annoying and it's so stressful. So I don't want to deal with nothing that's not bringing me peace because I don't want to feel like I'm losing myself. I literally feel like I was getting up at 6 a.m. I was doing what I, what I need to do to go to work and I felt like I was losing myself a little bit because I wasn't enjoying going to work. I wasn't enjoying being up at the ass crack of dawn at a job that I didn't even like. like it just... It's so easy to lose yourself when you're like, okay, I have to get to the bag. I have to, you know, find another job. I have to do this. I have to, like, you know, like, when you're programmed to believe you have to make shit work, you do. And I felt trapped in that job for so long. And I think me making the abrupt decision to say, you know what, fuck it, I'm leaving, was the best thing for me. Because, like, I had so many, I had job interviews lined up yesterday, like, the universe is always working in my favor. And one about one thing about me, I'm going to always keep a job. I'm going to always keep a job that's putting some sort of funds in my pocket. I will work two, three jobs. I've done it so many times where I'm working. I did this one time. I probably would never do an overnight job again after this. But I worked 10 to 6. Then I went to ShopRite, worked 6 to uh, 2 or whatever. Came home, went to sleep for a little bit, then went back to 10. Like, it was... I was, I'm the type of person where I'm willing to work any hours you want as long as you're paying me good and the environment is, is cool. It's chill. But at the same time as I grow up, I realize that that's not always okay. Like, there's no reason we should be, like, in our 20s working two, three, four jobs. That's ridiculous. I have a friend who works three jobs and, like, literally has no time to be, like, an actual human. Like, that's not okay. I don't think that we should be working ourselves to the bone to, like, just survive and have money to do the things that we want to do like life should not be this hard life should not be this, this expensive right now and it's child it's crazy it's crazy putting gas in my car is ridiculous my little chevy used to cost like not even thirty dollars to fill up why is it costing me fifty five sixty dollars right now i don't understand and then i'm putting more gas every other day like they're what they have to be watering down the gas and i will not I, I 100% believe that because first of all, I saw a tweet a couple weeks ago where it's like, I'm pulling up to the gas station. I'm not even smelling gasoline no more. So what y'all putting in these pumps? that Now, nah, I believe, I refuse to believe that there's no water in that gas. Why I'm coming to the gas station so much? Why it's not lasting like it used to before? Nah, you're not going to believe me. You're not going to convince me of anything else. They're putting water in it and they're ruining everything. I don't know what's going on. The prices um, of rent for apartments is skyrocketing. I saw some posts a couple days ago where like the average is gonna be above two thousand dollars. What? Two thousand? Oh my goodness! What? Oh, child, it's so hard out here right now, and like I don't have I don't have time to be in no negative environment on top of the world coming down on me and just crumbling to shit now, bro. I don't have time for it. I don't have time for it. And I need to be in every happy situation. I don't need no fake friends. I don't need nobody around me that doesn't genuinely love me. I don't need anybody around me that doesn't appreciate me. I don't need it. I don't need it. Like, I asked myself today, like, what would you do if you got 100K right now? Like, let's just say you won the lottery or you got 100K deposited right into your account right now. What would you do with it? First of all, I could tell you what I would do with it right now. I'm sending my mom some bread for my schooling. That's number one. Cause she'd be paying for yeah, she pays for my school. I love her to death. Thank you so much, Ma. I appreciate you. But I would definitely send her bread for my schooling. I would definitely send my father some bread just for being my father and just for he Yeah, just for being that guy. Um so yeah, I would definitely break my parents off really well. Then I would probably take a lump sum of that and put it towards moving out. Um, just, yeah, I probably would move. I really, really would. I want to say that I, I'll stack. I'll put a nice chunk of change in my account, save it, then like work and add to it. I want to say that. And, you know, I'm moving like good six months when I really, you know, and almost really finished with my master's degree. But I probably would just up and leave. I really, really would. I don't know. It depends. If you know if i was to get 100k tomorrow then we could talk about this tomorrow but i definitely think that i would i would just i would just have to go i don't know what would y'all do like for real i want you to comment what would y'all do with 100k right now like if it was a deposit in your account right now what would you do with it 100k like what are you doing with that what's the first three things you buying cuz for me i'm trying to be out of here and yeah and then the rest could go in my savings account or something. But, yeah. I need to. mm Ooh, child. I'm over here. Dropping mad stuff. Hold oh. oh. I hope y'all watching my YouTube videos. I really am that girl on YouTube. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm not. I'm trying to be, though. I'm trying to be. But, um. What else do I have to talk about okay so um, I also am going through like some things in my personal life obviously per usual and I when my cousin Khalid died I, I think I told you guys this I don't really know but I remember I went to a therapist actually I did tell you guys this I went to a therapist and this it was the same therapist that my brother Messiah's father used to go to and when my parents told me that I was like yeah sure I'll go like if my godfather liked him and he was you know his therapist I want to try let me see so I tried it and I just personally don't think at that time I was very receptive to therapy that's number one now that I think about it and I don't think that I gave it enough of a chance you know well that was the same that was the same exact thing as not being receptive to it but whatever i just i just don't think i gave therapy the chance that i should have given it and then after you know getting older i had i just convinced myself that nobody knows what i'm going through in my in my everyday life nobody knows my real thoughts nobody can really understand it but me so the only person that can really heal me is me and I thought that for so long to the point where like, no, I'm not going to go get help from anybody else. No, I'm not going to do the therapy thing again. Like I always, I really, really thought that the therapy thing just was not for me. And that's okay because sometimes it's not for you. Therapy is not for everybody. But at this point in my life, I think there is a lot of things that somebody from the outside looking in could really help me with or could really make me see things differently. You know, because we think like, we can bend to our friends or we can bend to ourselves and try to heal through our own issues. But there's questions that we wouldn't ask ourselves. There's questions that our friends wouldn't really think to ask ourselves that or ask us that therapists will, because therapists know how to get down to the real root of the issues. They know how to ask the right questions. They know how to ask the right questions to make you feel what you need to feel. They know how to, you know, get those emotions and that those experiences out of you. So I think. That that would really, really help me right now because I know there's a lot of things that I have bottled up and that I have just I like to call it in my backpack because when you go through things you like and you pick up new things, you put them in your backpack, you put them in your backpack and there's, you know, you go months without cleaning out your backpack because you're like, oh, I have everything in here. Like, I'm just, you know, put more stuff and more stuff. So when you go through life and you go through experiences, you're just putting things in your backpack that you're obtaining and that you're seeing. So at the bottom of my backpack are issues that I probably forgot that I even put in there. And I think it's important to really go through everything and unpack every layer because realistically, everything that we go through in our life and everything that we see and everything that we do and everything that we experience plays into who we are as adults and as we grow. And why we act the way we act and our personality, everything ties into each other. Everything from the ages seven and up that you've seen in your childhood and that you've experienced through life play a part in who you are and who, how you operate as a, you know, a human, as a human being and as an adult. So it's so important to really like peel back those layers. And I think for me, it's even more important because I've never heard my inner child more in my life than I do right now. I've never heard her before this new journey that I've been going on. And it's crazy because it's just like, I can see her vividly in my head and I've never pictured myself as a little girl before this moment. Like imagine the prettiest little caramel skin baby with braids in her hair and pretty beads at the end that are so loud and always has the biggest smile, the chubbiest cheeks, imagine that little girl and like how innocent, and how beautiful, and how sweet, and how amazing she was. Like everything that she saw and everything that she had to deal with and everything that she went through in life, like I just wanna hug her. Like I wanna give her so much love. Like she is so hurt. And I never realized that until now at 22 years old, how hurt my inner child really is. And it's crazy because we never understand the impact that our childhood really has on us, our parents never understand the child, the impact that our childhood and the things that they show us have on us. So I think it's just important for me to really get in touch with my deeper, deeper self and do the shadow work and do the underlying work that, cause there's, there's a lot of things that trigger me. And I don't think that I notice that they trigger me in until after the fact. And it's probably because of the things that I've gone through that I haven't healed from also, I totally forgot about this until now. I stopped smoking when I first got sick. And then, you know, I just kept it going because it's like, whatever. The dreams that I have been having since I haven't smoked have been so vivid and so like, they're not violent or anything. They're not crazy, they're not scary, but it's like situations specifically that i'm not healed from situations that i'm still currently dealing with and it's crazy because it took me a good three days of having these and it would be a different dream every night but with a significant message and a significant lesson and after the third day i kind of noticed it and i was like okay wait a minute these dreams are showing me things that i'm not healed from and they're specifically showing me them now because i have a clear mind i'm not going to sleep high so i'm not really my mind is clear, my mind can think about it, and my mind is roaming when I'm sleeping. So, the dreams were just so real to what I have going on. And I could vividly tell the lessons that they were trying to teach me and the message that it was like, Yo, you gotta hear from this shit. You gotta hear from the behind the scenes shit. And it was even crazier because it, the situations that I was dreaming about have never happened before like, the conversations that I was having had never happened before, but first of all, they felt so real, and second of all, the questions that I was being asked by the people involved in the dreams were like, okay, this is deeper, you know what I'm saying? It's just, I don't know, my mind and my dreams have just gotten, they know when to, like, they know when to be significant and, and to be strong and when... Because, there's you know, we, they say we dream every night. We just don't remember it most nights. And I don't... I haven't really remembered a dream in a while besides those dreams. And it's so crazy. I totally forgot about that. And I'm so happy I brought that up. Because, like like I said, I always say dreams play a really, really significant part in the things that your subconscious wants to tell you or that you're subconsciously ignoring. And it's just, they're just so cool. And I think I got into my dreams when I was really, really, really young because when I, I remember when I was really young, I used to have really violent, crazy dreams around my dad. Like, I remember I used to wake up and tell him like, yo, you just got shot in my dream. Yo, they was chasing after you. Like I've had really, really crazy, scary dreams that revolve around my dad. And I don't know what that's about. I really don't, I truly don't still to this day I don't understand that. But they I haven't had them in a while. Like I remember vividly when I was young I used to have consecutive dreams of my dad dying in some crazy way or going to jail or some crazy shit happening to him and then they immediately stopped. So I I don't know. Dreams are just very technical and you can really interpret them any way that you want to. I just don't know how to interpret that yet. But I have a history of crazy dreams, and I think that's really why I'm so in tune with them now. And when people, like, when my friends tell me their dreams, oh, my God, I automatically, like, can interpret it because I know, like, what they, what they tell me. Like, my friend the other day, she was telling me some dream about her ex-boyfriend, and the way the dream was, and the way she was telling me and the way, like, I know her backstory with this guy, I was immediately like, you're not here from that. You still feel something there. So that's why you're, that dream is really prevalent like that. And I kid you not, when we had that conversation the next week, the dream came true. Like, it actually happened in real life. And I was in it. Like, I, it actually happened. Like, I can't even explain it. I can't even explain it. Like, the dream, he was asking one of her friends about her. And it literally happened. So and it was just weird. It was just weird. But yeah, your dreams can also come true. That's another thing. Um, yeah, dreams are, I'm telling you, pay attention to your dreams. Write them down as soon as you wake up. As soon as you open your eyes and you can literally remember that dream, write it down because you will forget it in the next three minutes. I'm telling you, don't sleep. That's why I keep, a, I either keep my laptop my laptop right next to my bed or I always have like a my phone. One of my electronics is always next to me. It's, it's usually my phone that I go to first, but I'll be writing down my dreams at 6 o'clock in the morning, like, boom, 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 boom. Child, because I need to remember it. I need to remember it. But, yeah. That was a good discussion on dreams, child. Because they be real vivid. All right, so let's talk about the uh, um, next collaboration that I have coming. I'm excited. I scheduled it for next week. Um, i'm supposed to have another collab this week but we'll see because when it comes to me guys just treat me like dirt <laughs> and i don't know why it's just i don't know but yeah i'm supposed to have another one this week actually i'm supposed to have two this week yeah i have a lot going on in the next two weeks with this recording stuff and then i have two next week and that child i'm working ah! but yeah um the next, the collab I have coming next week is going to be a really, really good one with one of me and my friends. Um, it's really going to be talking about mental health and the importance of like what you can learn through mental health from other people and what you can learn, you know, what mental health can teach you about other people as well. So, I think that's going to be a really, really cool um, collaboration because our relationship is so different and our relationship is so special to the both of us. So, I think that'll be a really good conversation. And he has some good good creative stuff coming up that he's been doing so I really want him to talk about that too um I'm not gonna say who it is y'all are not gonna get any more secrets out of me um what else did I want to talk about Hmm, let's see okay so next week I have one of my friends coming from Atlanta she is originally from LA but she's flying out here for the week because she has um, some work to do out here. And I'm going to kidnap her and I'm going to you know, spend some, some time with her because I'm very excited. I need that. I need her energy. I need, uh she's just, she's a Gemini. We, we all know I don't really like Gemini men, but I love me a good Gemini woman. Okay, Jada, the one and only, is a Gemini woman. And the, my friend coming into town is a, is another great one. Very excited for that. She's gonna be on the show too, um, but yeah, we're, she's gonna spend some time with my family, and we're gonna kick it, and we're gonna I'm gonna introduce her to everybody. Cause I'm one of those people where I'm gonna talk about this on the episode with her later on too. But I'm one of those people where if I if I allow you to meet my family, you're special, because I think my family are really special people. I think my I really think my family is really. When I say my family, we know I don't talk to like my extended family that. Boo, tomato, tomato. But I'm talking about like my parents, my little brother that lives with me. My brothers, well, my older brother, kishan Messiah. That's my family. My uncles, those are my family members. So when I say my family, that's what I'm talking about. But I really, really want her to meet them. And my friends, too. My friends are really, really amazing people. So she's going to have a good-ass time with them. Um. So, yeah, that's going to be good. Then I have, oh, I just have so much coming up. I am actually going to be on um an album or a mixtape I don't know okay listen don't give, don't hold me to whichever it is album mixtape I don't know I'm just excited to be on it. it doesn't matter um yeah I'm gonna be on it on a tape because I got the special privilege of being asked to just be on a body of work, and I'm excited because I've never done that before. Okay, you know how like you listen to a, a somebody's album, and in the beginning they have like somebody talking or like an interviewer asking them questions. That's pretty much what it's gonna be like. So I'm excited for that because that's like perfect. um yeah, I have that. I have a lot of stuff coming up. A lot of different things are coming up. I'm definitely, I'm definitely realizing that I'm stepping more out of my comfort zone and just you know. Cause I think for me, like with collaborations, especially like in the beginning, it was just me and my girlfriends just talking and just, you know, those are people that I know, not even that I know, because I know everybody else that's going to be on the show eventually too. But those are just the people that I was comfortable with and that I just, you know, reached out to. But I think I'm just stepping more into my comfort zone to get different people and different perspectives and different faces on here. Because I feel like so many of my friends are creative people and this is a great platform for us both to show our creativity and show our, you know, work ethic and what we love to do. So I'm very excited for the things that I'm going to be having coming up. I think that you guys will be excited as well. I'm also, I've also been really working on my social media presence. And what I, what I know that that I need to work on is being receptive to other people's um perspectives or other people's opinions because honestly truthfully I didn't realize how mean people on the social on social media were until I started like posting more reels and posting more videos of me talking about what I my opinion on things and like people that don't agree with you will probably come off very very mean and I don't like that shit because first of all I have the time I that's This is probably why I was never meant to be, like, famous or, like, whatever. Because I don't like when people comment on my shit and just be rude to me. Like, just because you don't agree with me don't mean that you can say the craziest shit about me. Like, you don't even know me. So, like, when I be going through my comments on my reels, I be tight. Because it's just like, who the fuck are you talking to? Like, I'm really, what? Like, I just just hate that. Like, people be so rude. But it's also, like, causing me to grow tough skin because it's just, like, okay, well, fuck you, fuck your opinion, like, you're not on my show, like, this is my shit, okay, so, I just gotta grow tough skin and understand that people are gonna hate on me, and people are gonna talk mad shit just because, and people, just because they don't understand where I'm coming from, so, whatever, that's your problem, babe, but, definitely think that that's something that I need to work on, because that's just gonna keep growing and growing because I'm going to keep, you know, posting and posting and being on social media. So the more my followers that grow, the more negative comments I'm going to get because not everybody's going to like what I have to say because not a lot of people liked when I said that um, if you're a man trying to look at a younger woman between the ages of seven to 10 years younger than you as your girlfriend, that you have mommy issues and that if you're a girl who is seven to ten years younger than a man and you're attracted to that you have daddy issues not a lot of people like that but i was specifically talking about in the workplace which i should have been more specific about and i shouldn't have cut the clip so short and posted it i should have mainly posted the part that i was talking about in the workplace because that's really what i'm talking about like if you are habitually going after these young girls in the workplace you have something wrong there's is issues there that's predatory that is perverted that is not managerial position behavior that's what I was talking about so just to clear that up but I do see I did see a lot of people's points where it was just like you know how can you really like not judge somebody on who they love but people were really making the valid point where it's like sometimes you do love people who are you know seven to ten younger than, years younger than you or older than you True point, but I just I just can't get down with it. I just can't get jiggy with it. But I understand what you're talking about. So that's what I just need to do. Like, okay, I understand your point, very valid, but I just can't get jiggy with it, and I don't I don't operate like that. And that's it. And that's okay. There's nothing wrong with just having difference in opinions because we're d- different people. So I'm learning a lot. I'm learning a lot about myself. I'm learning a lot to be patient. I'm learning to, you know, not. Always be on go, because let me tell you, when I be reading my comments on my reels sometimes, I be ready to, who the fuck, bitch, what, yeah, no, I can't, like, you can't do that, like, if you, you gotta, just, fuck you, okay, you don't agree, cool, whatever, keep a pushing that's really it, like, because at the end of the day, there are people who understand me, and there are gonna be people who, who don't, and the people that don't, whatever, my show's not for you, that's fine, my show's not for a lot of people, but it's for me, and I'm going to talk how I want to talk, and I'm going to say whatever I want to say, and I'm going to say it however I want to say it, because, Everything that I say on my show is 100% how I feel and 100% what I've seen and what I've experienced. So my experiences and how I feel could be totally different from yours. And that's fine because we are two totally different people. Mic drop. Mic drop. I feel like I was just talking really fast for the last two minutes, I'm out of breath. I think what I should start doing is, I used to do the song of the show or the song of the week. And I think I should just start saying what song I feel this um, episode feels like, you know? Because that's, that's a really good concept. The song of the week concept is really, really good. And I just keep letting it go. And I just keep bringing it back and keep letting it go. Because I just don't feel like people interact with my song of the week videos. But what I've realized is that's false. Because people really like my reels that I post online. Because I really do get a lot of like love and recognition through my reels. And I fuck with that. I like it. Social media, I'm telling you, social media is really, really good networking. Like so many people see my like my reels and they comment and they, they follow me and they like, it's cool. But what was I talking about? I totally forgot. I totally forgot. I totally forgot. Whatever. But um, yeah, my social media presence is growing for sure. I'm going to start working on getting more on live and being, you know, conversal with you guys. Is that a word? I don't know. I genuinely don't know if that's a word, but if it's not, write it, I'm gonna write it down because I need to be the first to make it. But um, I'm definitely gonna try to get more on live now that I'm leaving my job and I won't have to be up early in the morning anymore. I will have more time to dedicate to this and I'm so excited for that because like I'm gonna be recording more, I'm gonna have more time to you know collaborate with people. Um, perfect my craft like I'm super excited for just the closing of this chapter at this job you know so I'm excited I have a lot of things going on but the good is I'm trying to keep the good outweighing the bad you know because there's no such thing as a life that's better than yours and there's no such thing as a perfect life so you just got to take the life that you were given and make the most out of it so you can either use your story as a pity story or a story of empowerment So I'm going to always make my story a story of empowerment because I'm an empowering woman. Thank y'all for listening. I appreciate y'all so much for another episode. We'll be back next week for another one. Yeah. Hold on, let me...